Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam, a podcast about navigating adolescence without losing our minds. Each week, I guide you around the teenage landmines with practical tips, simple solutions, and words of encouragement. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. Let's get on with the show. Good morning. I am Dr. Cam, family coach and teen expert. And today I want to talk a little bit about first my um, driving. (laughs) This has become actually kind of a um, joke, I guess, in a family. I get teased about it a lot. The, The basics of it is I have a lead foot. To be fair, when I drive, it is about getting from destination point A to point B. I am not one of these people that love to just get in the car and drive to drive. I know there's a lot of people like that. I don't get it. I just want to be get to where I'm supposed to be going. It's completely transportation for me. So my motive or my goal in driving is to get there as fast as possible which means I'm gonna drive as fast as I think I can get away with to get to my destination faster. My motivation is speed. My motivation is to get there fast. There's a problem with this and that would be called speed limits. And, you know, I kind of gauge where I think how much faster over the speed limit I can get away with. I watch other people and I might get behind somebody that's going a little bit faster, but I've been pulled over a a few times in my life to say the least um, for speeding. In fact, once I was actually pulled over twice in 15 minutes, the first um, police officer was kind enough to let me off and the second one was not. So it, this is also a joke because my brother-in-law was a police officer, so I couldn't even hide it when I got speeding tickets because he would get the report and they would all know before they even had a chance, before I even had a chance to tell them. But here's the thing. My, my motivation and my goal was not when I got pulled over and continuously got pulled over, it didn't change my motivation to slow down. It didn't change the fact that I still wanted to get there as fast as I could. So I was no longer, it didn't teach me to be motivated to obey the speed limit. What it did is teach me to be motivated on how to avoid getting caught and pulled over. Thanks to Waze, that's become easier because it shows when a cop's coming up and I've gotten a lot better at it. But the point is, having those rules and consequences did not change, didn't change my heart to obey them. It changed my motivation to try to avoid them. And I'm going to guess if you're a parent of a teen, you know where I'm going with this. We 
we have so many people are telling us, you know, it is our responsibility to make sure we motivate our kids to do the right thing. And right now with distance learning, this has been a prime focus of ours, right? Getting our kids motivated, not only to attend school, but to do well in school. And we're doing everything we can think of in terms of getting them in front of the class. We will wake them up. We will set consequences. We will yell at them. We will take away what they take away everything else until their grades come up or until they go to school. And we're doing all of these things with the intention of making sure our kids get good grades and do well in school. But here's the problem. And here's what I'm going to tell you is by doing that, we're not changing their heart. We're not changing their motivation. Now their motivation is how to avoid getting into trouble and how to sneak in what they want to do around what we're telling them they have to do. So they're still now motivated not to do the right thing, but to avoid getting in trouble for doing the wrong thing. And this actually just creates a bigger wedge and bigger resentment towards doing the right thing. This especially occurs when we start taking away things from them in the hopes that that will give them the motivation. They'll want this thing that they want so much to play video games, to have their phone. They will want that so much that it will motivate them to do the right thing so they can have what they love. The problem is it doesn't work that way. It may work that way in the short term for a second, but what it's doing is it's adding resentment, it's making that thing that's taken away feel even more desirable, and it's teaching them to try to find ways around the rules and consequences. And in their mind, they're just building up an excuse, kind of like I do. You know, I'll sit there and they'll pull me over for speeding and I'll just be like, um, everyone else is doing it, or, yeah, I'm so mature, right? Um, or the speed limit is ridiculously low. Like who would go this slow? You know, so I'm sitting there coming up with rationalizations of why I'm right for breaking the law and they're wrong for setting that unfair law. And this is what's going on with our teens. They're not saying, oh yeah, mom and dad are right for making me study or go to school or get A's. They're saying, Mom and dad's rules are unfair and I'm in the right. So what do we do? How do we help motivate our teens to do school and to get better grades when the very thing that we usually resort to or often resort to actually doesn't work so great? I've got kind of three ideas here that I want to walk through you with you. Um, the first one is to take the time to listen to what your teen loves. So your teen loves to sleep. Your teen loves to play video games. Your teen loves to do TikToks or be on the phone. Rather than trashing those things that we like to be like oh, stop playing video games it's such a waste of your time or stop doing you know tiktoks it's such a waste of your time 
Find out why they love doing them so much. What is so compelling about them? And you'll find that your teens actually have a lot of motivation when it comes to things they love. I'm always astounded by the amount of focus and drive that some kids will have for video games. They are driven to succeed at it, to do better, to learn more techniques. And we will sit there and say, there's no, you're wasting your time, but they're actually really developing important skills. But what about the video games is so intriguing to them? What do they love about it? What is motivating them? There's the stimulus, there's the, there's the score where they're always trying to improve their score. There's the going to new worlds where they're showing that they've increased and improved. And then we turn into school and we don't have any of that going on right now. So the things that really motivate them is lacking in the thing we're trying to motivate them in. So understanding and giving them, um, rather than saying this is not a good use of your time, understanding why they value it so much and validating that. Um, the next thing is to really spend time dreaming big with them. And this is understanding what they're, what they want out of life. And a lot of kids, when you first bring this up, they're going to be like, I don't know. I'm guessing they have some ideas of what they think is amazing and important and what they're passionate about, but they're scared to tell you because they're scared they're, you're going to think it's stupid or silly or um, judge it. And this is because a lot of their ideas and dreams to us may seem extraordinarily unrealistic or shallow or things were like, um, welcome to wake up to the real world. But when we do that and we just kind of crush their big dreams, we're not helping to motivate them all. It's not like they're going to be like, oh yeah, you're right. My dream is silly. Let me hear your dream for me and I'm going to take that. No, they're just going to feel crushed and not want to tell you about their dream or start second guessing what they value. So I want you to encourage them to dream really big. And another thing is how do we know that they won't achieve this huge, enormous dream? Because most of the crazy, amazing stuff in the world that's happened is because people have dreamed beyond what we can imagine. Who's to say our kids aren't going to be one of those people? So let's dream really big with them and, and help them envision what does the world look like? Where, where do they want to live? How often do they want to work? What do they want to do in their lives? Where do they want to travel to? What do they want to be known for? Like, let's just dream big. And then let's take their passion, their dream, as unrealistic as it may seem to you, and let's tie it to how do, what can we do today to help you achieve that dream? How does school maybe tie into that? How does, what do some of the courses or classes you're learning right now, how could that help you? How could that help you be better at video games? How could that help you have the life or travel to where you want to go? How can it make sure that you're making enough money to do the things you want to do or meeting the right people. So let's start tying in because here's the ultimate goal. The goal is not to force our kids and try to motivate them 
to do the right thing by holding over them these huge negative consequences. It's helping them become self-motivated, to be able to see the purpose and the reason behind things and to want to go and do it. And there's going to be things where they're not still not going to want to do. And constantly forcing them to do it again is not going to help in the long run. It's just going to cause a lot more conflict. Helping them to dream and find ways to connect the dots. That's the work we want to put in to help them find that motivation and drive. Our goal is not to have to force them out of bed every morning. Our goal is for them to want to get out of bed because they're excited about doing something Then it's going to help them reach their dream or their goal. And to know that we're going to help prioritize things that they love and we're going to help them figure out how do we do what you need to do so that you still have time to do the things you love to do so that every day you get up excited. I've, I've talked to um, kids that are further along, that are young adults in college or in their first jobs, and they're depressed and they're feeling really lost. And what I found out is a lot of them are living the life that they were led to believe is the responsible right life. They're, they're taking... Um, they're in degree, they're getting the degree that they know is going to set them up with the most opportunity or give them the most financial security or the things that are the most responsible ideas. And all they see is a life in front of them doing something that is responsible, but is completely uninteresting. Um, they're not passionate about and they're just dragging their feet and they're not motivated to do well in it because it's not what they love. So I want to encourage us to help our kids determine and dream big, figure out what they love and help them find ways to work towards what they love. And if you need help doing this, if you need, if you're still going, I still don't understand. I still can't motivate my kids. I don't, I don't know how to tie those two together. I'm always here to help. This is what I do. And this is what I love to do. And you can reach me at drcam at drcamconsulting.com or go to my website, drcamconsulting.com. And I'm here to help you guys do this because in the end, what we all want for our kids is a fulfilling, happy life. And in order to do that, we need to help them right now set the road for them to figure out how to do that and how to have that. Thanks for taking the time to listen, and I hope that this has helped. If it has, please share it, like it. Send me your comment on what you're struggling with with your teenager to help them stay motivated. Or if you dream big with them, share with me what that dream was and how that conversation went. And I will talk to you again soon. And that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today on Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. 
make sure to visit my website, www.askdrcam.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show again. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, and hey, why not share it with a friend too? Be sure to tune in to my next episode. And remember, parenting teens may not be easy, but with my help, it can be a whole lot easier than this.